What's up, Glow Gang? I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. This is where we have deep, analytical, and emotional conversations about figuring out how to align more with our soul's true purpose. So the theme for today's podcast episode is this realization that I've been having that the more that I think I know things, the more I realize that I know nothing. And I've heard a lot of spiritual teachers kind of talk about this concept, you know, the more you go through your spiritual journey, spiritual ascension, whatever you want to call it. But only recently have I felt that I truly experienced this and I'm still experiencing it right now. I feel like my beliefs my philosophies are being uprooted so hard, honestly, like I don't even know what is reality anymore. And I think the um, transits in astrology are reflecting this very much right now, especially with the North Node and the South Node moving into Aries and Libra recently. It's transiting my ninth house, which is the house of beliefs and philosophies. Like my ninth house is in Aries and my third house is in Libra. And before I get into it, I feel like I need to share this with you guys. And it's that, so I took some time away from the podcast and just like in general, like I took a break from life and a lot of things because I was grieving a lot of heavy emotions. I was grieving a lot of karmic cycles ending and a physical loss in my family. Like I recently lost my grandma and I'm glad that I can come on and share this with you guys now. And it's that, so My grandma had this notebook, I found out, that she wrote down all the birthdays of her grandchildren, her children, their spouses, like all these things. Like my grandma loved writing. She had a lot of lists. And when I pulled up her chart, she has a Virgo Venus. I feel like that's such a Virgo Venus trait or just Virgo in general. And for my specific birthday, it was like the only one where my grandma wrote down my specific time of birth, like to the minute. And I don't know why she didn't write that for everyone else. Well, I guess because I am the oldest grandchild and she was physically present at my birth. So I think that's how she knew the time of the time that I was born. And the time that she had, it was like 20 minutes off from the birth time that I originally wrote for myself. And if you guys listen to my podcast episode, I think it's like over a year ago where I was sharing that I am actually a Leo rising, not a Virgo rising. That was a huge like awakening moment for me. And I feel like this is happening once again because I don't know like my exact birth time. It doesn't say on my birth certificate, you know, my mom just kind of has a rough idea. And I feel like this time that my grandma wrote down should be the most accurate. Like before my grandma immigrated, she used to be a nurse and she had a lot of experience delivering babies. So I would think, you know, her time is probably the most accurate. You know, I had my doubts, but I went through this spiral yesterday and just like this rabbit hole of researching because if I plug in the time that my grandma gave me in my astrology, the houses shift quite a bit. And maybe we'll talk about that some other time, but I really wanted to talk about how my human design changes because the time that my grandma has, I actually shift from being a manifesting generator to a generator. And I honestly don't even know if it's accurate, 
because last night I like literally woke up at 3 a.m. and I'm still like thinking about this in my mind. I'm analyzing, you know, my mercurial Virgo brain. And I decided to play around with the times. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do like one minute difference. So if I do the minute before the time that my grandma put, I'm a manifesting generator. If I use the time that she put, I'm a generator. And I'm like, dude, the universe is just fucking with me right now. <laughs> like, it's kind of funny. I feel like my grandma and my and the universe and my guides, they must all just be chuckling and laughing right now because all in all, I feel like the, the lesson that I'm gaining from this is that I'm, I really need to surrender even more. You know, I feel like that's been the lesson for me as of late surrendering, letting go of control. And I think for a time, tools like human design were keeping me safe. It was keeping me in my comfort zone. I was trying to fit myself into a definition. And as much as I would say, you know, don't ever let yourself be defined by these tools, blah, 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 right? I feel like I was still subconsciously doing that. And now having this new birth time that I don't even know is accurate kind of throws me off so much because I'm like, what is even real anymore? What is even true? And I feel like by throwing all of this kind of out the window, it's making me really tune into my intuition and giving me a sense of freedom, which I feel like is what I've been manifesting for so long. But all my trauma responses, all that stuff was coming up in my body. My Cancer South Node, you know, has been acting up a lot lately and making me just want to stay safe, stay in the comfort of my home, my comfort zone. And honestly, it's been really, really challenging for me to push myself like outside of my comfort zone, which I'm going to share more about in this podcast episode. But anyway... I don't even know what human design type I am anymore and when I use the birth time that my grandma has I like the the channels and the is it the channels the what is the word I'm looking for the um, I can't even think of the word but anyway the defined you know how like when you have a defined throat not defined throat the word is not coming to me right now but it changes for me too because with the old time I had, I had a defined throat. And with my grandma's time, I don't have a defined throat. And then my will center is also undefined with her time. Anyway, it's like just a lot of changes and I don't even know what's accurate. And even when I was reading all these articles, I feel like this is the thing that is the most challenging about being a Pisces. Literally, I'm so easily influenced by everything. Like, I don't even know what resonates anymore because I would read all these things and I'm like, is this really resonating with me? Or is it because of my self-fulfilling prophecy? Do I have a bias here right now because I just, like, want to believe something? Which I feel like fits in with the theme that I told you, how the more I think I know things, the more I realize I know nothing. So let's dive into that for this episode. I'm still going to be, you know, I still love astrology. I still love human design. And I think this period right now is making me just shift my perspective and see things even differently and like in a new enlightened way, so different than what I was seeing before. So one thing is that I'm seeing how everyone is constantly projecting 
including myself, I am projecting. You know, I've talked to you guys about this before, but I feel like I'm seeing it in such a deeper way now because I'm like, I don't even know what is reality anymore. I think that's such a Pisces thing to say, but everyone's reality is different and you can literally choose your reality. Like you might think that something is happening in a situation or someone like, let's say you're talking to someone in a relationship. You might think that something is like happening the way that you see it. You might think that, oh, the other person is like feeling this way about you or whatever. But is that really true? You know, or is it because of your own conditioning, your own beliefs, your philosophies, or is that really what is happening? An example of this is like sometimes I'll be talking with a friend, right? And then maybe something that they say triggers me because I interpret it in a certain way when actually they didn't even mean it like that at all. And I'm learning that when we are in a safe relationship where we can have, you know, healthy communication with the other person, it can be helpful at certain times to speak up and clarify with the other person so that you don't build up thoughts that aren't a true representation and which can lead to resentment. And like, I feel like that's why a lot of relationships don't work out because there's so much misunderstanding because we are just interpreting things the way that our brain interprets. Like seriously, this Venus retrograde is shaking up my outlook on life so hard, especially because it's happening in my first house as a Leo rising. And even as I'm like saying all these things to you, like, oh, like Venus retrograde is happening in my first house, whatever. I'm also thinking about like, what if like all all of a sudden one day, you know, my mindset just shifts on this. Like what if one day my whole astrology chart just changes? You know, that's probably not going to happen. But I'm just saying because of like the situation that happened with my human design chart. Now I'm like, I don't even know what's real anymore. Like these definitions, I feel like I'm holding on to them very loosely because I don't even know. <laughs> and one thing that keeps circling in my mind right now is how what I think I want isn't always what is right for me. And I've shared this with you in multiple podcasts before where I've manifested so many things in the past, especially like regarding my career. I feel like it happens a lot where I manifest a certain thing and then it doesn't turn out to be what I really want, what I need or like what I expected at all. But through that experience, it taught me something and I needed that experience in order to gain the insight that I have now. But saying that, I feel like right now I'm in such a place of, it's like uncertainty, but also learning how to have trust in the universe. And I really no longer have a clear idea of what I even want in life because I'm like, I don't even know what is good for me. And I think this is the part where I remember Tosha Silver said this a bit in her book, Divine, is it Divine Openness? Divine Openness. My mind is like, I'm feeling the Mercury retrograde pre-shadow period right now. But in her book, she was saying how when you get to a place of true surrender, you're telling the universe to just use me for the greatest good of all. You know, I'm kind of paraphrasing here. I don't think that's the exact thing that she said, but... I feel like that's where I'm at right now, where I'm like, just use me for the greatest good of all. Whatever the universe has planned for me, I know it's going to be the best for me. I'm open to it. 
And while like it's still like it's kind of like my brain, my subconscious mind is still fighting myself because I want to have control. I want to. That's exactly it. I want to have control, and my brain is being stubborn, holding on to the things that I thought I wanted. But I think I'm moving. I'm in this like transition phase where I'm like, universe, just help me be more open. Show me what it is that I need to do in order to fulfill my purpose, to serve other people, and just like use me for the greatest good of all. Because in the past, like, I'm also seeing this theme for me where I tend to learn in extremes. Like, hello, that isn't new if you have been listening to my podcast, but it's being very much highlighted to me right now because I'm seeing. In the past, I feel like I was in this overly masculine energy, which I shared with you, especially with my work, and it led to a lot of burnout. And recently, I feel like I've been leaning too much into the feminine energy, being overly feminine, and to a place where I felt very apathetic, stagnant, and. I don't want to use the word lazy to describe it because I feel like my my mind was very much like I want to go, I want to, I want to make progress, you know. So I don't feel like it was laziness, but I feel like it was all this trauma coming up in my body. The freeze response response has been very prominent to me lately. And I'm just learning this balance right now, and how to not lean too much into the masculine side or the feminine side, but to find more of a middle ground, which is so challenging for me. I think maybe I'm using a definition again. I I think maybe because it's my son in the eighth house. You know, the eighth house is all about death and rebirth, and extremes, power struggles. So I can see this in my life a lot, where like in the past, I also felt like I was overly disciplined and rigid, and because I started to see how that wasn't serving me, I leaned towards the other side, where I feel like recently I haven't really had much discipline or structure, and I've kind of just thrown everything out the door. And I'm learning, like it's so hard for me right now because I don't even know what my intuition is really anymore. And I think it's this this journey of more experience, making more mistakes. Because I know there's a difference when your body actually needs rest, and when your body is trying to keep you in your comfort zone. Because things that are good for you might not feel good initially, and I feel like I kind of forgot about that. Like I forgot that you actually still need to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. You know, I've been talking to you so much about ease and flow. I feel like that was very much the previous chapter that we've kind of gone through in the stars, like with Jupiter in or not Jupiter, the North Node in Taurus. Jupiter has moved into Taurus this year, but I feel like because with that North Node shift, we're moving away from you know learning about ease and flow, and now we're learning more about how to take action, how to focus on the self, because the North Node has moved into Aries. And I want to read a passage to you from "The Mountain Is You." I read this book you know years ago, and recently felt called to reread it, and I feel like. 
the second time around is just so different because of the experiences that I have now. And this is what Brianna says in the book. To rise up to meet this version of our lives, we must overcome our resistance and discomfort. We will not feel happy initially, no matter how right for us those actions are. It is essential that you learn to take action before you feel like doing it. Taking action builds momentum and creates motivation. These feelings will not come to you spontaneously. You have to generate them. You have to inspire yourself. You have to move. You have to simply begin and allow your life and your energy to reorient itself to prefer the behaviors that are going to move your life forward and not the ones that are keeping you back. Oof, that hit so hard. I obviously looked up Brianna West, her chart. She is a Libra with an Aries moon and she has a lot of Scorpio in her. And what surprised me, she has like a Cancer Mars. But that passage just hit so hard. And I think the way that I read it before the tone of voice was so different, you know? I think one thing that I'm really learning recently is how to show more compassion, how to have more compassion for myself and how to have more compassion on others. Because I think in the past, you know, this is probably my Virgo moon being so critical, self-critical. I would read a passage like this in a voice where it's like, you're not doing enough. You have to take more action. Like, get it together, you know, like being really harsh and kind of talking to myself that way when now I'm reading it and it's like, it's not that you have to whip yourself into taking action, you know, it's like a loving thing that you can do to your, like for yourself, you can ease into it and you can do it in a way that's loving. It's making me remember because I used to tell myself this and I used to share this with other people, like especially when I was a personal trainer, I would say action leads to more action. Inaction leads to more inaction. And I think lately I've been so much, too much in that overly feminine energy that I forgot what it feels like to need to push yourself. And this concept of pushing myself is something that I'm currently, you know, learning, struggling with because there are days, you know, when my anxiety is so, it feels so overwhelming. It literally feels like this like chokehold on me and it takes a lot to push myself to do the action that I know is good for me, but my body is literally like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I just want someone to tell me that I don't need to do it. But experiencing that now also makes me feel so much more compassion for anyone who is going through a similar struggle, like with anxiety, with your trauma responses, freeze, fight, flight, whatever it is. Because the way that I'm able to push myself isn't through hatred. It doesn't mean, you know, kicking myself and being like, do it now and like do it all at once. It doesn't mean overwhelming myself with too much at once because pushing myself outside of my comfort zone is also like easing into it. But it's this balance, you know, like I say that. But even when you ease yourself into it, the feelings of uncomfort can feel very daunting. 
And I think what keeps me going, I don't even, like, I feel like what keeps me going is my Mars energy and my chart. You know, I've been recently using this new astrology app. It's Vedic Astrology, and it's called Moonly. And through that app, I learned that we all have a soul planet, and it has to do a lot with our karma, and my soul planet is Mars. I thought that was so funny because it was not a surprise to me, and that's why I was telling you I feel like I learned through extremes. And this year, I'm also going through my eighth house perfection year. The eighth house is all about death and rebirth, so much destruction and healing, but the reward comes after, you know, the destruction. And my eighth house in my natal chart, even after the time change, is ruled by Pisces. And I do feel extremely Pisces this year. <laughs> How I, I told you, like, I don't even know what's real anymore. You know, I feel so easily influenced by everything. But even me saying that, I'm like, is that self-fulfilling prophecy there? Because what if one day I found out that my eighth house was not ruled by Pisces anymore? Then I could literally morph myself into whatever it is, like, my new belief is. I think that's also the... The beautiful thing about Pisces, you know, I know there's so many challenges and there's so many struggles. I have this like love hate with the Pisces energy. But I think the good thing is that Pisces are so malleable. They are a sponge. They can literally, they're like a chameleon. I feel like a lot, the mutable signs, you know, Pisces, Gemini, Sagittarius, and Virgo, like are especially good at this, where you can morph yourself into anything you want and I feel like especially for Pisces like when you are speaking to someone when you're like in a relationship or friendship like any type of relationship Pisces are just so good at mirroring like and it's not even something that I want to do or like I do consciously like if I'm in a relationship or a friendship with someone I tend to like take on the characteristics of that other person and it's like I'm mirroring them back to them. But also, like, I don't want to make the focus just on the other person. Like, for me as well, you know, other people are also mirroring my own beliefs and my own thoughts back to me. So the world is literally such a mirror. And I'm also seeing how none of us are exempt from karma, None of us are exempt. I feel like very much in the past, my focus was more so on like blaming other people and being like, oh, they did this, they did this, and it really hurt me, whatever. I'm so angry about it. And it took me so long to process those feelings of anger. I realized how much I was afraid of these emotions. And recently, I'm seeing now that sometimes... When something happens, when something doesn't go the way that you want it to, when you experience a really difficult, tragic situation, it's also could be because of your karma, like our karma, because of something that we did in the past. It's just so interconnected. You know, we can play a part in other people's karma and they can play a part in ours. And it's just something we cannot avoid. So I just think that blows my mind. And some people in this life are really here to reflect our shadows back to us. 
And I feel like that's why certain people can trigger us more than others. Like sometimes it's so crazy to me how like someone can do something that is similar to what another person did, but it doesn't trigger me. But then someone else does like a very similar thing and then it triggers me so deeply, you know, and I feel like that happens because it's showing us something that we can heal. It's showing us something that we can grow from. And sometimes these lessons are so fucking painful. And I think this is really the theme right now with the North Node in Aries. The focus is more turning like towards ourself. Letting go of things like people pleasing, you know, letting go of neglecting our needs and to take responsibility for our part. You know, I think that that very much is a theme for me as well, like taking responsibility. It used to be so hard for me to admit that I made a mistake or admit that I hurt someone or admit that I also played a part in an unhealthy, toxic relationship. You know, I feel like I went through the things that I went through and it taught me a lot in order to bring me to this place. It's it's, it's really like challenging place because it's almost like it's I don't even think it's like necessarily regret or remorse there is a bit of like remorse and feeling that guilt but at the end of the day it's also like I wouldn't want to go back and change things because then I wouldn't know the lesson that I know now even though it's a really hard hard lesson so everything always happens the way that it's meant to happen and I think having this kind of mindset is a challenge for me because sometimes it's hard for me to validate my own feelings because I'm like oh you know this had to happen the way that it happened you know that other person had to do that to, and it hurt me because my own karma because I might have hurt someone in the past and my karma had to be fulfilled but at the end of the day I think I'm also learning I need to validate my own feelings it's okay to be angry it's okay to feel whatever that I'm feeling I'm allowing myself to hang on for as long as I want to, as long as my body wants to, I need to stop rushing it. And one day, you know, when I allow myself to just feel it in my body, to not analyze the feelings, not intellectualize them, just to feel it in my body. That's when, you know, one day I wake up and I'm like, oh, I don't feel as angry about it anymore. But then it comes in layers, right? You know, like some, some days, like, a certain thought will come back into my mind and then I'll gain a different perspective and I'm like, hmm, I didn't see it that way before. You know, so a lot of a lot of shifts going on in our mindset. And I'm happy to be back sharing with you. I missed you guys. I think a lot of just so many more mindset shifts are gonna be coming. My world is literally being turned upside down, uprooted in a painful way, but in the best way. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on Glow Radio. Your support truly means the world to me. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely share it on your stories. Tag me so I can reshare it. And if you're a real one, go leave a review on iTunes or Spotify. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Lots of love. <laughs>